I'm the CEO of Heliostar Metals, Charles Funk, um, HSTR on, in Canada and HSTXF in the US. Um, we're starting drilling next week on our discovery in Mexico, and we're really lucky we've got two strings to our bow, a short-term way to win with this drill program and our big picture goal, which is the Unger project in Alaska. Which is what we talked about last time we spoke. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good, good. You're here in London. Yes. What are you doing here? Uh, coming to tell the story. The time, I think, is now for us. But are you after European investors? Are, are the Canadian investors like so bored that they, they're not investing in mining anymore? No, I think you have to get the story out. And also, you've got to be careful with getting too many US shareholders. So looking right. for outside of the US groups to balance our shareholding. Okay, okay. So what's happening over at the show? Mine's and money, usually in uh, some sort of industry type uh, thing. Are you taking the time to sort of bounce around investors outside the show as well, are you? Yeah, seeing a good range. We're seeing people who have invested in us and a few mm. people who a bit more optimistic about next year and looking for some positions. Yeah, we're hearing that. We're getting a lot of that feedback um, from brokers. Of course they would, but bankers too. So if you know, big family offices, they're, they're talking about the sorts of things that um, they're going to be pushing. Uh, and they're starting to hear stories about, I think gold next year could be quite interesting. But you're early, you're you're one of the newest stories that we've, we spoke to this yeah. year, right? So we have been talking about your Canadian project. You've just given us a clue as to where you're going to focus with the four million bucks that you've just raised recently. So uh, change your plan? Yeah, based on results, based on okay. good results. Okay, tell me more. So uh, Alaska, Unger's clearly our flagship. We think it's got multi-million ounce potential and, and we had a good drill program this year. We got some great results, but the market just wasn't there. Mm. Um, we're definitely going to go back and follow those up, but we had this portfolio of earlier stage projects. We haven't really talked about it other than a throwaway line that we've got mm. these Mexican assets. You know, I know Mexico really well. I'm lucky to have had exploration success there. Yeah. So we picked up a portfolio early stage, thinking that they're company makers, but they needed the work. And so we were advancing them towards drill ready, and we were genuinely surprised how good the results at Kumro were. So I'll go there in a second here, but you kind of, okay, there's a little bit of a throwaway line for me. We've had some great results, but the market wasn't paying attention with the, with the Canadian project. They were better than that. They're super high grade. Right. Surely the logic would be go back in there. You're walking into a positive gold environment for 2022, right? Why not spend more time and money and effort there? Is it just a, is it a de-risking of the strategy? Is it a complete change of strategy? Has as, as the market made you nervous? Why Mexico? No, so success. So anger is clearly our flagship. We got great results there. We've got, you know, you could argue we've got an economic intercept on every target we drilled. Yeah. And that's genuine exploration drilling. Like that, that means something. It does, we, but the question immediately is why not stay there? You get rep, keep doing that. We will. So, but what we can do over the next couple of months is drill Mexico. Okay. So it's sort of- Is it a se seasonality thing? Maybe it, there is a seasonality right. component. It's okay. very easy for us to go down to Got Mexico it. in the winter, and then in April, we can be back up in Alaska. Okay, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, that makes, that, that makes sense. So tell us again, how did you pick up these assets? What did they cost you? What do you- what so, are you planning so to do? interestingly enough, I'd spent a lot of time in northern Mexico. So we picked up Kumaro. Actually, be careful the projects you fall in love with. There's a line I use occasionally. Mm. I liked the broader Picacho district that it's part of. Um, the ground came available when I was with was Evram Resources. I was the VPX of. Right. So acquired it in a lottery system, and 
with a view of consolidating the whole district. Mm. And and Everham didn't have interest. So when I started my private company that's now Heliostar, I acquired it off them for a royalty. Okay. And I had a view of consolidating the district. We offered $200,000 and six hundred in back taxes for the ground around us. Silvercrest paid about $3 million in cash and back taxes. So we didn't have a hope of... So we share the district with Silvercrest Metals. Oh, right. And they're not part of your thinking. They're not part of the plan. No, the plan is interesting. So I like the district because it's in two halves. The west has outcropping gold. The Silvercrest side was mined in the 80s. And the east side's a downthrown block and you're getting in the science boffin space. But we think it's the gold's preserved at a deeper level. So we were doing the work to work out that concept. But we've got a bit of that gold at surface part of the ground. And that's where we got these very good results. And Silvercrest ha- are actively exploring around, but there's three mills then soon to be completed mill, the Equinox's Mercedes mill and Santa Elena down the road. So there's a very low economic hurdle for this property in particular in that there's hungry mills that are within trucking distance. It's quite difficult for companies of a certain size right, to know where to focus their capital and their time, money and efforts. You're saying there's a kind of one, I just want to go back slightly, there's a slight seasonality advantage in the sense that, okay, when it's off season in Canada, pop down to Mexico and see how things are going. But at the same time, can you show both of them enough love and attention, given that Mexico is typically you know, all year round you know, type, of, type of play? You mentioned um, your, your neighbor, the valuations they're getting are insane, right? So that's, that's kind of attractive here. So how do you, how do you play these, 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 these variables? Because if I'm you, I'm thinking, I love what I'm seeing up in the north. The grades are super, super high. You, you know that's going to be a fantastic project. Do I monetize this at some Mexico at some point, and maybe the sooner the better to allow me to unleash this? Or can you, as a small company, you think you've got a path to actually having both running jurisdictionally de-risked and different sorts of plays? So that's probably how you want to go about this. You're describing a good problem to have. It's a great problem, but I want to understand what you've hit the nail on the head in the strategy in that in Mexico, it's very unlikely that we'd put Kumro into production. It is much more likely to be more valuable to one of those mills in the vicinity. So that represents for us a short-term win. And like, in months, potentially a short-term win. Yeah. So um, we took, we chose to take the dilution and raise the money. A, sorry, a 2022 win. Correct. Okay. And so we've got the options in that, you know, we can do what you said. We can be pushing ahead in two projects in two countries that are successful. We've got the team that can comfortably do that. We could talk about corporately making decisions on whether we split Alaska and Mexico, or we could even monetize Mexico to have um, dilution-free expiration on Unger. So it requires success, but they're three pretty good options for us. They're great great options, and I'm sure there's uh, variables even within those three options. But 2021 has not kind of been a great year to launch a gold-focused company, right? For for anyone, not just you. Uh, most companies track sideways and they consider that a win. Uh, a lot of companies have you know, come off 20, 30, 40%. It's, it's been a shocker. You've got to believe that 2022 is a positive gold environment and a positive gold uh, thematic for, for you know, guys like you and investors like us. Um, so w- where, once you've done Mexico, once you've spent a little bit of time and money and effort in Mexico, you've got to have played the game better than you guys 
we're allowed to in 2021. You've got to see a reaction. You're surprised about what it was when we last spoke, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's kind of tracked sideways. You, you, but most analysts, you've had an okay year, yeah, right? We haven't failed, but, but we haven't succeeded. <laughs> there you go, right? We haven't seen this upward trend, this this growth story, this growth profile. Well, sorry, the growth stories there, the growth profile hasn't been there. Is have you? Are you also going to adjust the way that you talk to market? You've adjusted your, your the the exploration strategy. Are you going to have to adjust the market facing strategy too? To a certain degree, in that the execution of the strategy changes. At the end of the day, when you're an exploration company, you rely on drill success. Yeah. And we, everyone thinks next year is going to be better. We we can't control that. What we can control is whether we're making discoveries or mm. moving our projects forward to achieve that. And despite how tough the market was, our programs technically were incredibly successful yep. this year. And so that just sets us up. So. If we have success, you know, really high probability, you know, so many of those surface results in Mexico were consistently good. It's not like we just got one zone. Yeah. This channel, this channel, this channel, one after another, after another, we're all yeah. good. So the probability of success is higher. And if we deliver that, well, then we just can push that. That lowers our cost of capital and allows us to push both projects forward for the seeable future. It's, it's an interesting one because you get, your track record is great. We've discussed it previously and, and some, of the, some of the backers and some of the people involved with this project are really, really, really solid. But there, there comes a, a time where there's got to be a, sort of a careful um, analysis of you know, what you've got and how you go about it. Is it just that little bit too sciencey? Yep. Or is it just that little bit over-promotional and hopefully companies find a happy middle ground? They rarely do, but they, 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 they hope they We try hope to, it, we right? aspire to. I, I put you the kind of slightly sciencey side of things yep. and you need to sort of maybe turn the volume up a little bit on, as I say, and I mean, there's a nice possible way, just get a little bit American in terms of your, your promotion. You've got to it's talk more event. confidently about your promotion. It, it, it feels to us looking, looking in at this because there's no doubt there's technical success all over the place. But you don't want to be one of those companies that was the most successful failure ever. No, that's that's far from our goal. And I think we did really good work this year at the risk of going down that technical path. But that set the groundwork. You know, our view in Alaska was that it's much bigger than just the, the small resource. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, by, by having success at the old mine, by having the new discovery at Aquila, yeah. we've shown that's got district potential. We just need to put the meters and we will show that's a big district and we will get rep- rewarded But there for you that. go. That's the thing. You've got to put in the meters. You've got to show the meters. That's the language the market yeah. understands. So you've just raised four million, and you're saying, "Well, I said we're going to spend it down in, Me- in Mexico, right? Where's the money come from to show the meters where you already know the, the good stuff is from, from drill success?" And that's where you need the combination of I mentioned that lower economic hurdle. That that potential for a win really quickly is quite unusual. Mm. Then combine that with what we hope is that strengthening market, and that'll allow us to put the foot to the floor because. In my experience, when you drill good projects, you get rewarded for taking risks. And when you drill poor projects, you get let down. And you know every target that we've gone to at Unger mm-hmm. and now at Coomera, we've had success. And that's telling us that we're in big systems. We've got to be able to, to raise that money. And to date, we have. You know, we've done very successful capital raises. We've put more meters into our projects than they've seen in their entire history. Mm. So we have been able to move it forward. And if we get any kind of tailwind, I think it should be a good ride. The, well, the tailwind's out of your control, right? So yes. That's un- unfortunately true for everyone. Um, 
how do you, the bits that you can control, ramp this up? Do you want to? Do you need to in 2022 ramp this up? Oh, we have to, Because yeah. people come and talk to us about district-wide opportunities all the time, right? And they get cash constrained and it never goes anywhere. And someone else comes in, takes over and captures all the value. It's, yeah. it's horrific, right? You've got a great team. You have, not. it's not just continued technical success. Technical success is a funny one, isn't it? People use that when it's not economic success, yeah. it's just technical. No, you, we have a strong technical and financial team. You do, right? So again, how, how do you expedite things? How do you move things quicker? Do you want to move things along quicker? Yeah, definitely we want to move things along quicker. We push, we, you know, one of my hallmarks, I think, is aggressive exploration. Right. You know, we've, you know, we've, we've been able to raise the money that we've needed for all our programs. Mm. And even, you know, we raised $4 million at the, at the lowest point in the market a couple of months ago mm. because we wanted to push Mexico ahead. We chose to take that dilution to bring forward okay. that potential for discovery success. And so we will just leverage that again going forward. Right. I think we can access capital when certain explorers can't. You definitely get access. It's a question of the cost of it, right? Yeah. And so we could have taken more, but four million was enough for us to deliver that Mexican project and keep a buffer. Exactly. So, at this price point. But what does it mean to you to show success? What do you think the market is going to expect from you? Because you're setting it up and saying, if we show you success, you should reward us, right? That's a big ask. What's that going to look like? In Mexico, we've got econ- multiple economic intercepts at surface. We've got to okay. replicate those, and that becomes resource drilling. Okay. Um, in a, in Alaska, because it's such a big project at Unger, yeah. I think we have to show people that that we're closer to delivering that million ounces. Yeah. And what do you we took three eight three eight four at the moment. Three eight four exactly. Right. Okay. So, is there any drilling coming through? Is there? Are you going to do a sort of intermediate step by step increase in that resource, or is there no benefit in that? I don't think there's much of a benefit in okay. an incremental upgrade. I think people want to see the pathway to one to three million ounces, not 600,000. Well, they, they do, because that's the language you've been talking. We think we can get to a million ounces, and then from that, we'll add another two, yeah. you know, get up to three, maybe. So, okay, down, down in Mexico, if this is resource drilling, is again, you're, I mean, following your language here, will people expect to see a resource coming out of Mexico? Because with four million bucks, you're not going to get a lot on the table, are you? Well, it, it, it's, it's at surface. And it's, yeah. and, it, and it's very cheap drilling. So it wouldn't take long to put an inferred resource. What matters for us is, I think, that l- lower economic hurdle. You know, right. we, we think we've got, you know, we've still got a large land package, five square kilometres. Mm. We've got lots of veins. We, we want to test them and see. But even if we only found something small, it's probably going to be worth multiples of our market cap. Okay. That's what's unique about that opportunity. That's what you're hoping for. That's the, that's the play. Yes. Mm. Okay. And folks, so what's that look like? The next six months worth of, where's four million get you in terms of? So four million could get us 15,000 metres of drilling. Okay. So we, we've got a $2 million program assigned. And it's shallow um, drilling as well? Yeah, so just, from no, surface. So it's, it's, okay, so that's a lot of holes. It is exactly what I did with Visa and Panico. You start yep. shallow, you have success, the ball gets a bit of motion, and once you've got motion, you're away. And so, yeah, that's... You know, you're always in junior exploration. You have to raise money to pursue your goals. But if you show a step change in the value proposition, yeah. historically you get rewarded outside of really poor markets. Okay. And that really sums up our strategy. We've got high-grade gold. It's on surface. If we deliver, we should re-rate. And then we use that to push both Mexico and Alaska further. Good enough for me. Charles, good to see you, mate. Good Thank luck you. with that. Stay in touch. Definitely come back on when you start to see some of those numbers coming through. I'm intrigued with the plan. Sounds smart. I want to see if it is. Thank you.